millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Well, there's a change when it comes to health insurance. There will be a move right across the UAE for compulsory health insurance, but this could also create some new opportunities. To get more details on this, we are joined by not just the next... There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Expert, he's a legend of the insurance industry uh, from Sakoon Insurance, Danesh Kazi. Thank you for coming in to talk 100.3. Thank you. Thank you. You're kind. It's, kindly. <laughs> well, you know, this, this, this is a, an interesting one because we know the laws changed well, back in 2013 where the legislation in Dubai made it that health insurance was compulsory for every resident in the Emirate and generally it was the employer that had to pay it. But now there's got to be in compulsory health insurance. Does that mean if you're, you know, you're a freelancer or you're here on a holiday, you also need to have health insurance? So basically, first, uh, what we need to understand is that uh, the country is moving towards in an advanced stage where they would want most of the people living here mm-hmm. to be protected. And right. we have learned from what we have seen during COVID times, pandemic, where people who did not have insurance were in turmoil. And it's very important that to have you covered. Now, to answer you specifically your question, that uh, this kind of plans would only mostly cover people who are residents of the country. Okay. And uh, earlier, they, these compulsions were mostly focused on two Emirates, which is Dubai and Abu Dhabi. Right. And then these will be then extended to other uh, Emirates now. And uh, actually, uh, what we have been told, 
that this has to be done by the first quarter of 2023, where all the employers in those respective Emirates will also have to arrange insurance for their staff and employees uh, or responses before that date so to avail labor permits or visas in those uh, emirates. Well, what has been the response from the business sector? Because this is certainly going to be a big added cost to a lot of businesses. See, initially when this came in in Dubai and Abu Dhabi, yes, of course, there was an impact. Cost of uh, uh, acquisition of employees, cost of maintaining those mm-hmm. employees would have gone up. But now, as mostly if you see, the two big emirates have ac- accommodated those costs in their budgets. Yeah. And expenses, and I'm sure there would be a slight pressure in the beginning. But what what the employers will realize that by doing so, they are just improving the productivity, they are improving the retention, they are sticking onto their employees. Because if your employee leaves because of not having these services, it yeah. costs you more to replace, replace or retain those kind of employees. So it's always a big asset for you to retain your employees. Plus, keep in check. Uh, on other things like for example health insurance if you have a proper program in place you can avoid technically you can avoid those uh, sick leaves and all those things so I think it's going to benefit the economy benefit the employers as well in the long run it's not going to be a big impact on expenses and and the, the outcome of that would be much beneficial that will just increase productivity for them as well. Well, I think that's the mindset of this is an investment in your staff, that a happy worker is a more efficient worker. There you go. Healthier worker is a more... You're not going to have staff taking extended periods because uh, they've got a, a, a respiratory infection or a bad back if they're getting the adequate care. There you go. So I can understand that. But when it comes down to what is going to be compulsory health insurance, that that is there going to be sort of obviously a minimum basic across all the Emirates that they're going to have to enforce? Yes. So currently as well, uh, basically what happens as a basic plan, where you you pay anywhere between 600 to 700 dirhams per person if there is no other issues uh, on a normal person who is below 60 years of age a young person and then what you get you get access to certain hospitals uh, and especially you get some access to uh, emergency treatments okay but uh, of course uh, there is always a provision that in case you need to be taken seen by a specialist there's a procedure to do that uh, to a certain number of hospitals and you see insurance works the plans you have uh, it depends on which kind of network of hospitals you want to access. It depends on that. In this situation, uh, mostly what will happen is that there will be a small number of hospitals where you can access okay. and where people will see value in this. I mean, we try to buy upgrade plans as well. Is the healthcare, that basic healthcare, going to be the same across each emirate or could you see slight changes with the legislation in each emirate? I think uh, eventually all the healthcare provision uh, is quite similar, but uh, but they are trying to. I'm sure with this coming in, DHA and other authorities will work together to bring it at the same level across all Emirates. And uh, but generally, what you'd see is that if someone is protected or based out of Sharjah, may not be coming to Dubai for all those treatments it becomes very expensive. So. Uh, I'm sure uh, the, there is some investment and in work going on in that direction as well as health insurance becomes compulsory for the... The pandemic, the COVID-19 pandemic affected a lot of sectors dramatically. Yeah, yes. But it also affected insurance, whether it was uh, workplace insurance or cost of living, whatever the insurance was. Um, how did it affect the healthcare industry? Have, has the industry really struggled in, res- in result of the pandemic? Well, of course, there was a lot of pressure. Uh, on the insurance companies at the time, but a lot of subsidies, uh, as we know, the exact figure is not available to anyone, to be honest. Of course. Uh, Yeah, but impact was that, you know, if you see when the pandemic began, there was a lot of pressure on the government to absorb those costs, providing those healthcare facilities, arranging all those capacities and all that. So similarly, insurance companies also took some brunt on that. And that is why probably the realization is coming from, because uh, the government is realizing that... uh, uh, it's more important that uh, uh, the employers also take some responsibility of the staff so that tomorrow these guys are protected when something happens. As you would know, 
that pandemics are such not over actually it's yes. still happening and uh, we still see these alerts happening in US in China in India recently so it's better to be protected before that happens again unfortunately but not hopefully to that level but at least you should have some kind of respite in case it touches you again yeah, in the near future i i think so i think that things like long covid is certainly affecting a lot of people that may not get reported or hard to actually diagnose you are unaware what it is but when it comes down to to this what i like about this and we were speaking about this a bit off air is that you know a lot of the wealthiest countries the western countries have universal health care yes. Um, you look at the certainly Western Europe, uh, you look at where I'm from in Australia, and we often look at the United States of America as one of the leading nations in the world, and their healthcare is almost an embarrassment compared to other leading nations. And that, that's them saying it sometimes, and not me. Do you think this is also part of that step for the UAE to come into line with other leading nations to have the universal healthcare? See, UAE has already created a mark globally as uh, one of the leading nations with all the initiatives they've taken. Today, yeah. you go around, you see the infrastructure, the the financial opportunity the 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 quality of living has gone up so if you see it now this is part of that strategy in my opinion to give the quality healthcare to the people as well and yes you are right that uh, if you see the biggest dispute every time in us uh, politics is about healthcare yeah, it is always is it's been, we have been hearing this since obama was in the power yeah. and now what they're trying to do here is of course uh, they're trying to make it uh, accessible to people because sometimes what people used to do they were without healthcare and then they were sometimes burdened to themselves and burdened to the economy as well and like i said that uh, uh, they need to regulate as well because uh, it gives better control on uh, if you if you ex- see insurance works on numbers economies of scale if everyone would have it for us from the risk perspective the probability is that we don't end up only insuring those people who are about to get a claim so we would have a pool of people who may claim who may not claim that will also help eventually in the wrong run the risk rates or the, uh, the loss ratios in insurance policy mostly what we see if it's not compulsory you only see people coming in with some problems yes. who want to buy a policy yeah. which puts pressure on our loss ratios as well but if everyone has to buy it then we are evenly taking a risk on each customer where probably it may, i'm not saying anything but probably it may help improve the loss ratios where the insurance companies can sustain their pricing for some short or long term as well yeah no I, that, that that does make total sense but the change in this i, I think also how does it affect a, sort of an incentive for retire, retirees yes. does this change because the policy was always once you hit 60 you're off you're back to your own country give or take was sort of roughly the the initial plan but now we're seeing you know the 10 year golden visa and people that can come here and start businesses and retire here uh, does this make it more a more attractive place for retirees in their 60s and 70s to come R- rightly i uh, see what was problem is that before like i said uh, insurance was selective so people even who are retirees who are living beyond were not sure once they are going to get the insurance and insurance yeah. companies may not be like to taking them on board and it could become so expensive that they may not be able to afford it but now this new uh, extension of visas and uh, golden visas and all that if every retiree would have to take a policy then we as an insurance company would have a better pool to look at and evenly distribute the risk amongst all the people otherwise earlier only those people were stepping up who have some problem and they would just want to have an insurance policy to protect that yes. which means that only the, most of the customers you would be having would be eventually claiming from us but if it's evenly out for everyone like i said earlier it it reduces my risk as well plus it gives me a better option to give better products on the table to the as an insurance company yeah. to my to my customers including the retirees and people who have crossed that 60 65 years of age it's not that it was not available earlier but it sometimes becomes so expensive for them 
because people were being selective when they were taking those policies. We're seeing a change of employers, and um, you know, I hear from a lot of people. Like, for example, the big issue is dentals not being included in basic as often as it was in previous years. I think it's also because um, Dubai's not is such a more of an attractive country. People aren't looking at those sort of. Um, those when they're looking at a contract, it's those list of demands aren't there like they would would have been previously. Um, in, in the health insurance industry, certainly, certainly in this country, how are the needs changing over time? Are, are there certain aspects that needed to be covered that didn't pay? Is is mental health going to be something that the next ten years could be a pressing issue within the health health insurance industry? Yeah, before I, I come to a dental part, see yeah. the problem is that insurance would like to protect you for unforeseen events. Yeah. Dental is something, uh, as we were having a chat offline, that people would want to have some cosmetic work done on them as well. You always try and have it sneak under it's, the... Exactly. And how would you classify this? It's not that uh, insurance companies do not cover dental. Sometimes it's remitted or restricted. Mm-hmm. But mostly they're for emergency purposes, right? For example, if you have a cavity and all those things. It depends on that. Coming to a mental health awareness, yes, uh, that is something which is gradually coming in. And we would see that, I'm sure, as more and more doctors available in this country to give that kind of advice, you would see more and more of that service coming in. You would see also that you is also becoming one of the uh, top nations when it comes to medical tourism as well. Yes. So I think uh, this market is moving in that direction where more talent would come in, uh, more doctors would come in and will give an opportunity to protect uh, all kinds of diseases eventually. Uh, if we have access to those doctors, eventually we'd like to cover and protect your customers as well. Yes, of That's course. what our strategy would be. And of course, and then it comes down to the economies of scale. If you have more of there those doctors go. available, that, yes. then it can be a more attractive option for employers to include that with, for staff. Plus a cost of a checkup, because if there are a few doctors, then they will charge you high yeah. and it will kill your policy. And if uh, there are many doctors, then of course the cost of per treatment will also be reduced. Like for example, for example, same flow treatment can be differently priced at different level of hospitals. But then of course that kills your policy and that puts some yeah. impact on your loss ratio, which creates a loading factor for the next year in renewal as well. Janesh, uh, this policy of compulsory health insurance, how likely do you think it is to be moved across other countries in the GCC? We know that sometimes the UAE is sometimes other countries look at this country, this country is almost an experiment. How likely do you think it is to roll out amongst the wider GCC? Eventually it will happen, but I think uh, a lot of work would need to be done. Uh, UAE has created an infrastructure. Mm-hmm. You have centralized, you have invested heavily in fintech technology. So you have uh, localized and uh, indigenously built a lot of solutions. I'm sure that would be the right way to do, but I think UAE has taken the leap in that. Uh, it's a leapfrog effect, and I'm sure they will have that advantage over the next couple of years at least before other countries start adopting it in the same manner as they have done it. No, I, I think you're exactly right there. I've got older parents. My father's 80, and one of the reasons he enjoys holidaying here is that he feels comfortable if he falls sick or something goes wrong. The quality of the healthcare is so good uh, that it's not going to be a problem. And I think that uh, more and more people are going to be thinking the same way when it comes to holidays or retiring because of the level of healthcare. And we've been speaking about the UAE's move to compulsory health insurance, which is going to create a lot more opportunities. Our guest this afternoon has been Dinesh Kazi, the insurance industry expert from Sukoon Insurance. Uh, you can see the website. It's Sukoon, S-U-K-O-O-N.com. Thank you very much for coming in and giving us an insight into the health insurance sector. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much for inviting me. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, thanks for listening to another TSB TalkSport Business Podcast. And don't forget, if you want to hear the full show, we're live every weekday from 3 to 7 p.m. across the UAE on Talk 100.3. Or you can listen to us via the Big Fan TV app.